0: It's time to go around Broadway with Charles Isherwood, theater critic of the New York Times. Charles, you've just returned from a week in London, having apparently no idea how to take a proper vacation. you spent a lot of time going to the theater. In London right now, there are revivals of Strange Interlude and Sweet Bird of Youth, a new play by Connor McPherson, and a much-anticipated new musical adaptation of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. After your week in London, if you had to advise somebody who's going to see just one show, where would you send them?
1: Well, at the top of the list would have to be the Othello at the National Theater, Uh, which features probably the best Iago I've ever seen really in uh, Rory Kinnear, Hmm. who's also played Hamlet to acclaim for the National. Uh, You don't usually figure Iagos and Hamlets are the same. The Othello is also great. Adrian Lester, who's a very well-established classical actor. And it's a really interesting modern dress production by uh, Nicholas Heitner, the head of the theater, and really one of the best overall Othellos I've ever seen. So that would really be my first choice. Uh, If you're looking for a musical, as many people are, there's a fine revival of Merrily We Roll Along, the Stephen Sondheim musical, and that's
0: actually quite well done. It's a tricky show, but they do it well. We mentioned a couple of Eugene O'Neill plays. Strange Interlude is not considered to be among um, his more easily digestible works, in part because it's so very long. How did the production serve the play and the audience? Well, they began by cutting it down. to three hours, which is a little over three hours. which From is, five,
1: that's quite an improvement. Well, exactly. It's quite manageable. Um, but it wasn't a great production. Once again, The National puts on a very good show. The acting is usually of a high caliber. Uh, but in this case, I thought their style was a little bit uh, too British for the play. Um, you know, it has these famous thought asides in which the characters speak their thoughts, and I felt that they were being done in a way that was a little bit too presentational for me, uh, at like Shakespearean soliloquies almost. So um, I've now seen that play
0: twice in one year, And I really don't think I need to see it again anytime soon. (laughs) Kim Cattrall is best known for her role on Sex and the City. She's been on stage a lot in London and in the United States, too. Uh, Right now in London, she's playing the aging movie star Alexandra Delago in Tennessee Williams' Sweet Bird of Youth. How's she looking in that role?
1: Well, she has her moments. Uh, It's a very tough role. Everyone remembers Geraldine Page in the movie. She originated it on stage as well. I think Kim Cattrall has some very moving passages. She plays it, for my taste, a little bit heavily. At times I felt she was doing Racine uh, instead of Tennessee Williams. And the role has a lot of wit in it. Uh, It's a very funny performance, but I felt it was a bit lacking in wit. Uh, However, the production has a wonderful uh, Chance Wayne in Seth Numrich, another American actor, who uh, starred in Golden Boy on Broadway. You know, overall, it's one of
0: these things, like Strange Interlude, you realize this is second-tier material uh, from a great playwright. The musical Matilda, based on a Roald Dahl story, has set the bar pretty high for adaptations of his work, and now there's a new stage musical in London based on Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. How does it look? Well, of course, you know, Matilda was going to be a tough one to compete with, and this this is not up to that level, unfortunately. You also have two movie versions of this story to compete with, too. It makes it even harder.
1: Well, absolutely, and I happen to be very fond of the first one. I remember it very well from my childhood. And they've used one of the songs from that show, or that movie, rather, Pure Imagination, which unfortunately got the best reviews of the musical. The score is by the Hairspray composer and writing team of uh, Scott Whitman and Mark Shaman, and they do very fine work, but it, um, it's not really... I, I don't feel it was really their idiom, and uh, Sam Mendes, I don't think, really found a way into the material. There's a lot of splash on stage, but I didn't think there was
0: a lot of imagination at work. It was disappointing. Among the shows that you saw in London, did any strike you as likely to be the next big U.S. import? Well, the two new plays I saw I think might find their
1: way across the pond. The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime won a lot of Olivier Awards. It's adapted from a very popular novel, and it's a very well-staged production, once again from the National Theatre, now moved to the West End. I think we'll see that eventually in New York. Um, And also the new Conor McPherson play called The Night Alive, is a pretty strong piece of writing. Um, actually, the acting and direction by McPherson himself was probably better than the play itself. I think Jim Norton and Karen Hines give amazing performances, but I do think that at some point uh, that very talented Irish writer will bring this to the U.S.
0: A little farther afield than usual, nonetheless, we go around Broadway, even to London, each week at this time with New York Times theater critic Charles Isherwood here on WQXR.